0: Final Round
1: you win. Welcome to Button Mash, the show where we'll mash all your video game content for the week for you to listen to at the press of a single button. My name is Roger and with me today, I don't have Chris. i <gasps> got a little Mexican boy instead hello Nathan. Just as good in my opinion. Yeah, it's not too bad, it's not too bad. How are you? I'm doing all right man, how you doing? Pretty good, pretty good, pretty excited to have you on because we've got some Nintendo stuff uh, oh, that's coming out in the news so it's good to have you on. Um, yes. So we've got a couple of uh, news topics we're going to go through and then we'll do um, our list of games that are coming out in April and then we'll talk about the games we've been playing this week so sounds good let's get started so with the announcement of uh, borderlands 3 being exclusive to the epic game store on pc um people have not been very happy about it um uh, epic is basically getting all the the big AAA titles exclusive to their storefront uh, as opposed to steam, which it's always been in the past. Um, so gamers have decided to unite and just review bomb Borderlands two on Steam, um, to sort of yeah, hurt gearbox, I guess. <laughs>
0: but- yeah, I heard about this. It's been a it's been a thing for a while. Obviously you're mm. review bombing in general. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, like I guess I didn't really expect that to happen i didn't really expect a lot of backlash from the epic store Mm -hmm. but i guess
1: i guess i was wrong (laughs) Um, because
0: it's happened to a couple of things now hasn't it
1: Mm, yeah yeah there's been a few so division two um became the 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 big thing was that um all these other games i think there's another two or three um they were announced a while ago we've known for division we've known about division two for quite a while yeah. Um, so you could pre-order it on Steam, mm-hmm. and then uh, when the Epic Game Store got got it as an exclusive title, it was basically pulled from Steam. So you mm. like, it cancelled your pre-order kind of thing. Um, yeah. So that's kind of annoying. But in saying that, it, I I still don't understand it because it's not like. It's not like, for example, Uncharted, all of a sudden became. Or let's say, like a third party thing, like with the the whole Tomb Raider thing, where Rise of the Tomb Raider was an Xbox yeah. exclusive. Bullshit. That's annoying because <laughs> you would need to buy a different machine to play the game. This is literally just a launcher. Yeah. And it's free. Um, I don't quite understand it. I think it's. Because- I was watching them. Um- yeah, go on. Go on. No, you go.
0: Okay, I was gonna say that I've been um watching a couple of videos about this kind of stuff. Because obviously what was the other game? Was it Metro that, yeah, um, that yeah. got to the Epic yes, Store and is. that got kind of like a little bit fucked up too? Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like people's main reason is that the Epic store just is nowhere near as mm. um what's the word? Because like, you know how Steam has been around for it, ages. You it know, they have figured out all things they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. And the epic store is just kind of bare in that kind of stuff i can't speak to it because obviously i haven't used it i'm not a pc gamer unfortunately i'm a console peasant but um (laughs) yeah from what i can see and from the videos that i've been watching it just seems that most people's not positive feedback towards the epic doors is just kind of yeah barren it's just new it's in its it's its infancy um and the fact that people have to resort to using that instead of steam which is you know in It's prime, um, kind of pisses them off a little bit, and I think I get it up to a certain extent. But the same as you, you know, like if it was me playing on a computer, I'd be like, whatever, it's just a different launcher. Done, I'm in the game. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a confusing situation for somebody looking in from the outside.
1: Yeah, well, I've Uh, I've I've used I've got like five different launches on my computer at the moment because it's become sort of the the whole. Um, Netflix kind of thing where every different yeah. company has got its own thing now, its own mm-hmm. service. Um, but I think like Steam, you can have your Steam friends, so you have your friends list, and I think, um, you can have your whole chat thing. But I believe yep. that most people are using, um, like Discord, uh, Discord sure. anyway. Yeah. So I, I really don't understand. Like, I get. Yes, there's more features on Steam, but while you're playing the game, what does that matter? Like, maybe it affects your your library, like the number of games that you have. I I don't understand, like, why it's such a big deal. Mm. And if anyone wants to explain that to me, please do. You're Uh, about to get roasted. Yeah, like, if there's a legitimate reason, I'm, I'm happy, I mean do review bomb a like 15 year old game maybe not but you know if it's like yeah a problem i want to know why because i don't get it so our email address is buttonmashpod mash pod at gmail.com if you want to email anything to us there but yeah I, I just don't get it it's like oh man i have to click another icon on my desktop instead of steam um yeah i don't get it like yeah. again i'm similar to you i don't play pc that much but I do have the launches. I use all of them, and yeah, I don't know. I think it's just like a convenience thing. Yeah, that, that's the only thing um, I can see. Mm. I just gave it a quick little search on Reddit. It
0: looks like people are complaining about uh, like a shitty refund policy. There's no uh, user reviews and forums and stuff like that too. Yeah. Um, I think it's very pro um, developer. Maybe.
1: Yep. Yep. Okay. And they're like,
0: yeah, cool, we love the developers. But, I mm. mean, when I heard about the Epic Store, I thought it was really cool because they were doing, like, um, obviously when people use uh, the Unreal Engine to make their games, they pay a portion of the game to Epic and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. They wiped that kind of stuff out if you put it on the Epic Store and you get more of a cut than what Steam gives you anyway, mm-hmm. which I think is why a lot of mo- um, developers are moving their games that were previously exclusive to Steam to the Epic Store because, I mean, they make more money. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it looks like the the main reason that people kind of aren't into it, or this is just one of the, comics, uh, the comments that I'm looking at, mm-hmm. is that it says there's no reason Epic can't be trusted. Um, but imagine if a portion of important emails that you rely on, say your utility bill, suddenly was only available for online access to a separate email to your main account where your cell phone and internet bill arrives. So it's just kind of annoying
1: them, mm.
0: I think, which I guess is – like from the outside looking in again, no reason to go and review bomb a game, but it looks like steam was fighting back by creating like a new type of review, like an off topic review or something like that. If I could gather correctly.
1: Yeah. So what they've done is they've basically made a thing. I think it's just in the algorithm where it picks up if there's sort of an unusual review. Like if, for example, it's, you know, like years after the games come out, Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like hang on like that that's a bit weird why would you write a review now um and then it basically it lets you write the review but then it doesn't let the score count towards the overall game score yeah the review score so you can re- still read the review and if it's valid then it's valid but most likely if it's a review bonus it's just going to be bullshit anyway
0: yeah I'm just looking at the tweet right now. Mm. Um, yeah, it looks interesting. Like, they've just got a little separate spot. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, the reviews that don't actually have anything to do with the game shouldn't be helping you make a decision of whether you do or don't want the game.
1: Yeah.
0: I so mean, being a pretty
1: sense. casual sort of PC gamer myself, um, I don't mind the whole Epic thing. Like, they, they're doing this thing where... Um, every month or so, you get a free game. You don't have to oh, sign cool. up to anything. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, um, it's it's pretty new, right? I think it came in like December or something last year, or maybe a bit earlier. Um, yeah. But yeah, so so I read that basically they are planning on having the whole review forum thing, but it's not. A good idea to put it out now kind of thing yeah so they want to have some sort of um sort of measure where they can control the reviews and all that and all the forums before they put it out there um because yeah if they put it out now you can imagine what sort of backlash they would get 100 percent. and the yeah the refund thing i'm not sure about but i think yeah give it a bit of time i i'm kind of happy that Steam is getting a bit of competition because it's had their monopoly for quite a long time now and no one's been able I think yeah it's only gonna you know turn up the competition and
0: that's it and I'm always for some healthy competition you know like that's why I have both an Xbox and a PlayStation you know because I mean both have great exclusives mean, playstations mm. are better but <laughs> um yeah it's all about competition you know like competition is very good for the consumer if mm. steam and epic get on the same level um of like of like quality of like the store you know what i mean like if epic brings in a lot of the stuff that steam's got and gets a bigger user base it's only going to push steam to try new things to get that customer base back mm-hmm. so it's yeah it's good competition yeah. is good
1: i agree i agree all right let's not spend too long on this one topic here um let's talk about uh the nintendo labo toycon vr goggles yes that's a mouthful jesus um so yeah we we got a, a rumor that um nintendo was bringing out a sort of vr device um And got pretty excited and now we've got the official announcement we know what it is it's a labo kit where you build your build your goggles out of cardboard what are your thoughts my friend okay so I have I'm pretty conflicted on this topic Mm -hmm.
0: because honestly from the moment that it was announced up until I saw the Super Mario Odyssey and Legend of Zelda like teasers for VR I was over the moon then I went on to Reddit and mm-hmm. I got a bit more information about how the Nintendo Labo kit is going to work. And mm-hmm. now I'm not so sure. So, um, from my understanding, um, you've seen the Labo kit, right? Like it wraps around the, the switch. Um, mm-hmm. but there's no like way to hold it onto your head. Like the PSVR or Oculus or anything like that. there's no head strap. It's just the cardboard thing. Um, from what I can gather, and again, like obviously the, it's not out yet, so we don't know, but from what I can gather on the information I found on Reddit, which apparently was based on information that Nintendo has put out, which I haven't been able to find, you are required to hold the Switch up to your head and play the games with the Joy-Cons attached to the console. Okay. And I don't know if this is true.
1: Uh, there's actual photos of that, yes. Okay. Where I believe... Um, it's either a human being holding the console or it's a render of Mario <laughs> uh, but I've definitely definitely seen it I think okay. I can yeah so it's during I found it on an article on uh polygon so where they cover it's actually just on uh, Nintendo's Twitter sort of the little um the little announcement video mm-hmm the actual screenshot of the video, you don't even have to play it. You see the head, the goggles with the two Joy Con on each side. So yeah, you would have yeah. to I get, yeah, I was going to say, I guess you can take off the Joy-Cons, but then what the fuck is holding it to your head? So, Um, yeah,
0: that was the other thing too, is a lot of people were saying that you could like maybe just put your own adhesive on there or like your own like elastic tape on there and then take mm -hmm. the Joy-Cons off. Mm -hmm. But apparently the Joy-Cons are what actually allow the console to have a decent like gyroscope because the the Switch has one like built in, Ah. but the Joy-Cons are a lot more accurate than what's in the Switch or something like
1: that, but God. you need to have them attached to it to use it. Yeah. But that then... sounds... How long can you do that for?
0: Yeah, exactly. It just seems like... I mean, the Joy-Cons aren't a comfortable controller. Like, that, there's no... No. Um, like, nobody's biting back on that. Like, they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, but... That's all I can imagine is just like hand and arm cramps.
1: Like, yeah.
0: give us something that to, to allow you to attach it to your head and then let us play with the
1: pro controller.
0: Like, yeah. that, that's how I thought it was going to go. Like, I mean, that's how you can do it on your PlayStation, right? You put your thing on and you play with another control. Like, yeah, yeah, 100%.
1: Decisions. So you're,
0: so, yeah. It's just like, I'm keen because Nintendo's, again, trying new things and obviously looking at the, um, the Breath of the Wild or the Super Mario Odyssey stuff, like, it's exciting, but then at the same time, they just had to go and Nintendo it. Like...
1: They did, didn't they?
0: They just... They always... They have these good ideas and then they just fuck it. It's like, what? (laughs) What are you doing? It's like Smash Bros. having peer-to-peer online. It's just... No, you don't do that.
1: Give me some... um... It depends on how complex it is to actually build the little thing, which (laughs) I guess it can't really be that hard, right? Yeah. To build the goggles. Um, But I think from what I read, because I didn't get the initial kits, um, it's cool to, like, put it all together. It's, like, quite good quality cardboard and stuff, and it's fun to just figure Mm -hmm. out, you know, how to do it and... Uh, put it all together and then it all comes together and then it turns out you can play a video game through it using what you've built. That's cool. Even though yeah, it's a novelty for like... I think I was listening to a guy the other day. He built it with his nine-year-old kid and they were like, yeah, that's awesome. Played it for two hours and now it's just gathering dust. Um, but yeah, I think that would be probably the same thing with this it's like oh i've built this cool okay i can play those mini missions from mario odyssey awesome that was cool move on next game kind of thing like it's just it just looks very novelty kind of thing like you could not play yeah, a like long zelda fun. session just hundred percent holding your arms up
0: and speaking from experience, I have played lots of long Zelda sessions from mm-hmm. the comfort of my bed mm-hmm. with my controller. Like, I mean, when the game came out, there were nights where I didn't sleep. I just played Zelda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, yeah, it's just like, I can't I can't get around it, man. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I don't get what they're trying to do here. Like, I mean, I've used enough. It's one of those things where you obviously, when you're looking at it, you go, cool, Um There's so much of this out already, so there's so many places to learn from and do better. And Nintendo's just kind of like, man, we're going to make it out of cardboard. Mm. (laughs) Like, it just, I don't know. Um, So I was really, really keen for it, because obviously the idea of getting more, um, like, VR-related games from, you know, other um, consoles and stuff like that, to just be able to play more games that even have some existing games support Mm -hmm. vr for example like imagine if they ported the metroid prime trilogy over to the switch and then you could play that in vr like that game is already one of the most immersive experiences i've had in my entire life that in vr would be perfect like Mm. i would play that in vr with the joy cons like that'd be sick you know you could use the trigger to charge stuff up there's so Mm -hmm. many cool ideas there but yeah i just i don't know
1: yeah, it's a weird one. It's, I was pretty excited as well, and then I was like, "Well, I've I've got the PSVR, so I was like, you know, it's not going to be that level." Um, but yeah, playing something like I, I was I was down to getting Zelda on Switch finally, pay full price for it, and then play that in VR. I was like, this would be amazing. Um, as listeners would know, after me talking about uh, astrobot third person platforming just works like third person games in general in Mm. vr just works like man
0: yeah i just mm. i i never played astrobot and you kept telling me like give it a crack give it a crack and i was like "Mm, yeah whatever and then i did and i was like okay yeah i get it yeah and it just it's something you have to try
1: to understand it's you can't explain it
0: man it was so good Mm. if anybody hasn't played astrobot play it i'm calling it the right thing right
1: it's Astrobot. Yeah, Boy. yeah. It is Astrobot. Cool. I thought
0: that I was like mixing it up with Astroboy or something, and I was like, I'm a special person. I mean, I'm a special person
1: anyway, but. <laughs> it's like Astrobot rescue mission or something like that.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that open world, um, yeah, it would be amazing. But yeah, not keen on holding my hands up in. And... Yeah. yeah. Bummer. Um, I guess we'll see how it turns out but i don't see them sticking to it i think yeah the, the original um kits didn't perform as well as they expected already mm. so i think one is... more note on that too mm-hmm.
0: i was just gonna say that um the breath of the wild and the super mario odyssey um what's it called? VR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does I guess I was hoping for like a Skyrim kind of VR with Breath of the Wild, like a first person thing, but it looks like it is a third person thing from what I can gather. Um and yeah, I guess for something like Astrobot it makes sense to how that would play because it's a very linear platformer, mm-hmm. but I'm really intrigued to see how like breath of the wild would work with that style of VR, like the outside looking in mm-hmm. um, or the third person kind of VR, because obviously it's open world, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like, am I just going to hurt my neck trying to get to all these places or
1: something?
0: Mm. Um, so I don't know, but yeah, sorry, go on.
1: Oh no, that, uh, that was pretty much it. So yeah, I think just interested to hear how it, turns out I'm definitely not picking that up day one um, bit we'll see how we go. Awesome. Alrighty um, so that's it for our news topics for this week. Uh, we're gonna go through the list of video games that are coming out uh, this month, April 2019. So we've got one that's already come out. We've got Super Dragon Ball Heroes world mission on the switch and PC. Something I was pretty excited about. Didn't see anything about the price. Um, it's <laughs> $90 on the Nintendo Switch and $60 on the PC. Like I was saying to you, being a card game, uh, traditionally card games have been free to play, like Hearthstone, Magic the Gathering, uh, all those all those uh, card games you can get on your mobile phone now uh, they're all free and then you can buy packs that kind of thing and i was expecting that to be exactly the same it's not so it's a full-on like single player experience uh, there's a, a a story mode that you can play through and then you can also play online but the focus isn't on playing online uh, i guess so yeah it's a full price game but 90 dollars on the Switch. I was shocked. Wow. Um, but yeah, that's out. That came out April th- uh, 5th. You've got Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney Trilogy coming out on the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on April 9th. Have you played any of the Phoenix Wright games?
0: I haven't, but one of my other friends has been obsessed with them okay. forever. And he always... It was one of those things, kind of like when I asked you about Astro, and you're like, I can't explain it, just play it. He was like okay. that as well. I was like, man, you just like you build your case and then you... You go to court, and they're like, "How is that a fun game?" <laughs> but apparently, they're pretty good.
1: Yeah, but it's like saying, "Mate, imagine a game where you're farming and you're planting crops, and then picking and like watering those crops." That's very true. Picking them up and then selling them—how awesome would that be? Right?
0: <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a very fair point. <laughs>
1: yeah Um, yeah it's something that like I've always been sort of intrigued by it's like oh cool okay you're an attorney how does that work Uh, maybe I'll give it a try on the PS4 or the Switch depending on price probably wait for a price drop but Mm -hmm. yeah it's always been on the DS hasn't it yeah Mm. okay Cool. Then we've got Dangerous Driving coming out on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. So that's a racing game uh kind of mashes up like the old Burnout games and the Need for Speed sort of most wanted games where you can uh, play cops and yeah, hoons, I guess. Um yeah, very old school burnout where you can just take out the other the other players and stuff looks kind of cool that's coming out april 9th as well uh you've got earth defense force iron rain on the playstation 4 on april 11th um that's a sort of big it's not a big franchise but i think it's a very cult sort of game where people who love it really love it never got into it but uh if that's your thing april 11th you can pick it up uh, we've got the VR kit for Nintendo Labo coming out on April 12th. Uh, Final Fantasy 10 X2 10 HD remaster on Xbox One and Nintendo Switch coming out April 16th. Uh, Wasteland 2 on the Switch coming out April 16th as well. Also, World War Z, PlayStation 4, Xbox One and PC on, X- on April 16th. Have you looked at this game at all?
0: I was going to ask, is that a movie tie-in?
1: Um, I'm not sure so it doesn't look like it it's more kind of it looks kind of uh, left for dead kind of thing it's just waves of zombies coming at you Um, and also you do know that World War Z is based on a book right? yes okay so I'm thinking it's more based on a book I'm not sure to be honest I haven't looked at the the whole plot Um, okay but it is from the same universe Definitely, definitely, yeah. Uh, it looks fun. Uh, you can see the whole, you know, the massive hordes of zombies and stuff uh, that you've that the movie is known for. Um, you can see all that. It looks cool. Um, then we've got Truber Brook on the PlayStation Four, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Have you looked at the trailer for that game?
0: I have not. Um- it
1: looks pretty interesting. It's kind of like. Um, claymation animation and it's kind of like these old school point and click kind of game it's like a mystery Uh game you don't know what's going on in this village you're trying to figure out what's going Mm -hmm. on that kind of thing the art style is really cool yeah yeah it looks pretty interesting that's coming out April 17th on the PS4 Xbox One and Switch Um, looks like a Switch game to me I'll probably Mm. get it on the Switch um, Cuphead, the Xbox exclusive, is now yes. coming out on the Switch. April eighteenth. Are you going to pick that up?
0: Man, I don't know. Um, mm. There's a couple of things that I know I need to buy this month, so it's probably one of those things that's going to maybe wait until it drops in price a little mm-hmm. bit for me. Because although it's beautiful, and although I've been like wanting to pick it up, or like just I loved looking at it from the second it was announced. Um, I know that it is a very difficult platformer and well I think that I'm pretty decent at, at platformers. I guess it just kinda scares me <laughs> that okay. I'll buy it and then get annoyed at it and then never play it again. Um, did you ever so try it on my computer? I never did.
1: No. Okay.
0: Nah, so it might be worth maybe giving it a crack and yeah, then definitely. thinking if I do or don't want it. Because I think that the Switch is a really good place to have platformers like that. Like those pick up and so. play kind of things. Like you just you pick up, you play mm-hmm and then you go, and oh, shit, you know, I need to go do something, you just put it on standby, go away, come back later, and it's still there, you know, like, it's, yeah, it's a really good place to have a game like that.
1: Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, it it is 100% hard game, but it's hard in kind of a good way, like, for the most Mm -hmm. part, anyway, where when you figure it out, when you figure out the enemies, you figure out their patterns, and you beat them, it's very satisfying. What shits me is you've got one checkpoint in each level if it's like Mm -hmm. a normal platforming level which there aren't many of when you die you go back to the very start i I don't think there is a checkpoint actually now that i think of it because it wouldn't be that annoying if there was yeah if you you die you go back to the very start um that's kind of annoying that's heartbreaking yeah like, like i said though when you figure it out it's it's great it's really satisfying fun game um but yeah on switch it would be perfect i think it's
0: yeah be awesome. if i ever get it i will get it on switch yeah
1: 100 I mean, percent. yeah um then we've got our world is ended that's going on the playstation 4 april 19th that's just kind of a ah, i believe that's coming out on the switch as well I was
0: yeah. going to say, that
1: sounds familiar. Mm, it is It is coming out on the Switch. Maybe it's a different date on Switch. But it's definitely coming out on Switch as well. Uh, but this is a visual novel, like Japanese visual novel kind of game. Um, doesn't look the least interesting idea. to me at all. <laughs> yeah. So, yep, that's coming out. If that's your thing, go for it. We've got Dragon's Dogma coming out on the Switch, April 23rd. Uh that's cool, but I don't know if that's a game I would want to play on the Switch. It's kind of like kind of like Dark Souls, I guess. Okay, in interesting. terms of the gameplay, uh, but more kind of uh fantasy setting. Yep. Um April 23rd, and then also on April 23rd, which is probably going to steal the spotlight there, we've got Mortal Kombat 11. Coming out on the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Um, Are you interested in Mortal Kombat 11 at all? Um, No. No? Okay.
0: I mean, yes, I am. Like, I mean, I played Mortal Kombat 10 with you for funsies, um, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't all that fun for me because it just got fucked up heaps. Um, I mean, now I know how you feel when you play Smash Bros. against me, but it's all right. Yeah. I'd probably play it with you guys, um, but I'm probably not going to pick it up.
1: I just want a game where we can all pick it up and everyone likes it the same level and becomes better and we can all play together. We I haven't that with Super Smash fighting... Bros. It's fine. No. Nah, nah. Just do it. You can.
0: Just nah. get good. Just get good. It's
1: fine. But yeah, Mortal Kombat 11, I mean, number 10 was like that where there's something for Everyone, like, it doesn't yeah. matter what level you're on. Mm-hmm. If you're a single player guy, like, the whole thing where you contribute to your faction's uh, points uh, pretty much no matter what you do. So, you don't have to play online if you don't want to. You can do uh, the tower challenges or you can play just arcade mode. You get points and you contribute to your team. So, you feel like you're part of the team. Um, and yeah, it doesn't matter what mode you like playing still works. Um, and I think Mortal Kombat 11 is going to be like that, but they're bringing in the whole uh, gear thing where you can earn items and customize your character and it affects your character's stats. I'm pretty excited yeah. about that. I like that, that sort cool. of RPG element where my scorpion's not going to be the same as your scorpion because I've got different things. And yeah, different items, and also so. I'm not
0: going to get it, so...
1: Yeah, but I mean, like, in general. (laughs) I know, man. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm pretty keen. And then April 26th, we've got Box Boy plus Box Girl uh, on the Switch. So that's that puzzle platformer that Mm -hmm. they announced um, a little while ago in the Nintendo Direct. Oh, it's kind of cool. Kind of cute little puzzle platformer. Um, Probably pick it up if it's, like, you know, a rainy day and it's very cheap looks interesting uh, then the other big release of the month on also on april twenty we've got days gone coming out on the playstation 4 the big exclusive um We're are far you far too long for that game are you getting that you are
0: um i'm not too sure man like really? it's definitely okay. like up my alley like i haven't pre-ordered it or anything but i have been pre-ordering stuff for you know a couple of years now like um mm-hmm. i probably will get it um because okay. it definitely looks like it's something that would appeal to me yep. um very story driven yep. um and obviously there's, there's been a lot of like um there's been a lot of people having early access to the game and getting a, a decent amount of time into it to play it to give a bit of feedback and um, we I could mean, have I'm played the pax thing.
1: if i wasn't a dickhead yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah you're what were you saying sorry
0: um just that man like yeah there's good feedback coming there's some stuff that people are like yeah it sort of shows that it's been in development for a while because it's got tropes of like older open world games that we've kind mm-hmm. of moved past now but above all the story and the performances are incredible and the dude who plays deacon is one of my favorite actors alive today so awesome i can't really miss it you know like that dude played darth Maul in the clone wars like
1: <laughs> oh did you play darth
0: <laughs> mole as well yeah, and he also played um, yeah Starkiller in the Force Star- Awakens.
1: Yeah, right. I do know he played Darth Maul as well. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. So yeah, he played Darth Maul, and he played uh, Darth Sidious in Rebels and in the Force Awakens as well. Oh. And he plays a couple of other you know like Holy characters shit. in live action shows everywhere. He was in a Hoy sunny in Philadelphia once. Oh.
1: That's yeah. So yeah.
0: Remember, remember that episode where they try and have the party and they make the invite it look like dicks? Yeah. He's the dude that Charlie gives invite to wow it's <laughs> just a random place to have him. yeah great. he's everywhere man he's everywhere
1: that's awesome yeah pretty excited for that um yeah i'll be getting that day one for sure and then lastly we've got final fantasy 12 the zodiac age coming out on switch and xbox one april 30th um that's it for april now let's talk about the games we've been playing now you've picked up splatoon 2 recently um it's what a two-year-old game now
0: is it two years old
1: is it i think it is damn the switch is two years old
0: old yeah about that
1: it would be under two years then because it came out a few months later year and a half
0: yeah well the only thing that got me is the fact that there's DLC coming for it that hasn't even come out yet, or I mm. think it's just come out. Um, it's not very often that you see a game still get that kind of support nearly two years after it comes out. Mm. Like more, more often than not, people sell you a season pass when the game comes out, you get content in like six months, and then 12 months or something like that, but I didn't see Splatoon get any DLC until like, yeah, what was it? The last Nintendo Direct or something like that, where they were like, yeah, we're doing an expansion. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, Mm-hmm. fucking sick. Um it just sort of shows yeah, I guess the love that goes into a game like that. And you definitely feel it while you're playing it. Like I haven't touched the story mode or anything like that. All I've done is play online. Mm-hmm. But um Nintendo gave out a free demo um on the eShop and they said, "Yep, if you get this demo and you play it, you get 7 days of a free trial for uh, Nintendo online," which was cool as well because you can actually play it online, mm-hmm. which is Um, I think it was a 10-day trial or something like that. Um, But then, yeah, if you play the demo, you also get like a 33% discount off it on the eShop. So I picked it up for about 53 bucks Australian. Um, And man, I was kind of torn. I was like, nah, I need it to be cheaper. I'm not going to get that into it. But it's just, it's so easy to play. Mm -hmm. Like um, since Super Smash Bros came out, I haven't played much else on my Switch, but it's kind of good to have that. Different game. And I love that I've got it digitally. Like I've always been against digital games. Like they're too overpriced. It's too annoying. Like, why would you want them on your hard drive? Get the disc. Discs are good. The Switch is changing my mind really quick. Mm. Um, It's just that it's so easy. Like I know that I'm walking around somewhere and I've got the cartridges with me in my Switch case, but the fact that it's just home button, next game, in, done. I'm like, oh cool, I'm done with Splatoon. Let's play some um some Dead Cells. Cool. I'm done with that. Let's play some Stardew Valley. Sick. Like it just. Mm -hmm. It's so easy and digital games are winning over my heart a little bit with this switch mm. and I'm definitely spending too much money on them.
1: <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. still, I'm still looking around. I'll get it. I will get it. Cause I want to be part of that circle. Yeah. Um, that's- but yeah it's awesome to, to hear that that game is still very much alive. It's yeah. still getting support. It's yeah. It's awesome. I've never actually played Splatoon. Um, Chris is in love with that franchise. He loves it to bits from the very start. So he had it on the Wii U. Um, bought a Switch to play Splatoon Two. Um, oh. But yeah, yeah. I need to get it. It just um,
0: it's so funny because obviously we always go back to when we saw the announcement and how much we just <laughs> we pissed on it. it. Like we were just like, this is so <laughs> dumb. Like nobody's ever gonna play this. is so stupid. And mm. then yeah. Mm-hmm. It just yeah, it blew up, didn't it? Mm. I guess probably the only annoying thing is there are people that are really really good at it now. Okay. Um, like I follow the Splatoon subreddit now and people are posting like their trick shots and stuff in it and I'm just like, "Okay, I couldn't hit somebody to save my life, but you're doing like these 360 no scopes." And I just, "Okay. <laughs> it's fun." <fine." laughs> um so people are really good at it so even when i'm playing like i'm a level like six or something like that and i'm playing against people that are like level 80 and just getting like totally fucked up um which isn't that fun but i guess the other thing is it's more of like a team-based game too so instead of you having to go in and be like because even my friend who bought it with me she um she's not a first person shooter player like she doesn't like those kind of games but the fact that she can just grab the paint roller and just run around and cover the enemy's paint she's got something to do you know so um it's really good in that sense too
1: mm-hmm. like it's
0: just you don't have to be good at, at shooters to play it yeah. um it's got you know these nice tight controls um really there's like heaps of weapons that you can play as well so it's pretty diverse so anybody can pick up any kind of thing mm-hmm. um and yeah everything's pretty balanced as far as i can tell as well like i haven't come across somebody that i've been like god damn it that weapon is so shit because it's so strong it's just like it's different you know you've got these ones that they slow down your maneuverability and make you open to targets but if you get close enough they're like a one hit kill mm-hmm. um which makes sense you know it's like yeah duh it's really shit at a distance but close up it's really strong mm-hmm. um and just those kind of stuff you know like it's just it's a really well-made game. It looks mm. like it was crafted with a lot of love. And it's got something for everybody. Yeah, like, just the fact that anybody could pick it up and go, shit, I don't know how to play a shooter, but I'm going to just paint some shit and mm. draw some dicks on the ground with a paintbrush. <laughs> um, and those dicks will give you points. So,
1: Yeah, it so, just looks really fun. I just it, it I is. just kind of get over that sort of, yeah, that price. It's just...
0: Yeah, that's cooked. it, man. I'm really happy with the price that I paid for it. So if you find uh, it, hundred
1: that. And I was keen to get it too. I just, yeah, it's too late. was too late. Was too late. Um, He's had but, America. Um, you also wanted to talk about an update that's coming out for uh, Smash Bros.?
0: Oh, yeah, like, it's um, it's probably something that only needs to be touched on quickly, because we still know nothing, oh, but, <laughs> um, yeah, Nintendo announced that in April, um, the Smash 3.0 update's coming, and there's two new game modes coming to it, which I'm oh. pretty keen for, cool. um, because, I mean, I look at Smash Ultimate, and I do love it as a whole, but then... I always look at it and I'm like this stuff from the old games that I liked that isn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. Like the the more like menial, just dumb things, like a home run contest, which people are anticipating that's going to be added in. Um, and yeah, I mean, that was just a thing where like you beat up a sandbag and then you hit it and the more percentage he's taken, the further he flies. So you've got to get your combos really, really good and then knock him out. Um, and that kind of thing was really like fun. Like, that was something that you could play with somebody else, and it's not one versus the other. It's just you're both trying to see who can get the sandbag further. It's so mm-hmm. little things like that. So that's what I'm hoping for. And obviously, Joker's coming out this month as well, which I'm really keen to see. There's mm-hmm. been a couple of leaks um, with how he's actually going to look in the game, um, which is pretty cool. I'm just I'm really keen to give him a go. Um, yeah. I actually, I was looking through my Smash Bros. stats recently, and I've played pretty consistently with, like, every character except Ken. So, <laughs> playing more with Ken to get my stats up with Ken, but I'm just keen for a new character.
1: But he's just a... What's it called? An Echo Fighter or whatever? Joker? No, you said Ken.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, Ken, yeah. So, I've played with Ryu, but even though he's an Echo Fighter, he still has different, like, properties to, right. um, to Ryu. Ryu. So, his... Final Smash is slightly different. His Hadoken is slightly different. Um, and his Shoryuken is slightly different. So, it's again, it's like um, Ryu can't jump as high, but his power is stronger. So, Ken can jump higher, but he's a little bit weaker. Yeah. Or Ken has, like, fire properties on his Shoryuken that, that Ken doesn't yeah. have. That's am awesome. um, That kind of stuff. Yeah, so it's just like... That's why some people get pissy about the Echo Fighters taking up space. But, like, it's like Samus and Dark Samus. Like, I play Dark Samus more than I play Samus. Because he... She... I don't know, she moves faster, she looks cooler, and her attacks pack a hell of a lot more punch. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, she's more vulnerable after those attacks and stuff, but I'm pretty quick on the combos and that, so it um, doesn't really affect me all that much. Humble Uh But yeah, like I think Echo Fighters are really cool, but I'm really keen to get a new character in there, play some games
1: with Joker, fuck some people up. Sweet. Sounds good, man. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, now I ended up picking up that, uh, that game called the Hong Kong massacre.
0: Oh God. Yes.
1: Um, it is not what I expected. Like um, not good in, or- in a good way and a not so good way. Oh no. So basically if you haven't heard of the Hong Kong massacre, I believe we talked briefly on the show about it when it was announced. It's a top down, um, shooter kind of like uh, hotline Miami if you will uh, but with very sleek graphics so um, yeah very cool effects and all that looks kind of realistic and all that but it is top down um, so it's basically you're uh, not sure what you are actually at the moment whether you're some kind of criminal or you're a cop going <laughs> I think you're oh, yeah. a, you're a cop going through like different areas and killing criminals i think is what's going on not too sure um but anyway i thought it would be like a kind of a linear game where you just go through the levels and kill enemies and move on and that kind of thing um but it's very much like hotline miami where they're very short levels and if you get hit once you're dead So it's kind of like you go in, you figure out where the enemies are, you kill them, um, and you're just trying to finish the levels and then you get different challenges every level. So it'll be, um, finish the level in a certain amount of time, finish the level, uh, without using any slow-mo and finish the level with 100% accuracy. So you can only hit enemies, um, but how it differs to something like Hotline Miami is you can do all these like cool tricks. So if you've played, um, uh, I forgot what it was called. Ah, uh, damn it. That John Woo game uh, on PlayStation 3. Anyway, it's like, uh, or, um, Max Payne. So you can press a button that activates the slow-mo and you can use slow-mo for a short amount of time. And then there's another button where you can do a flip or a slide. No, it's just randomly going to be one or the other, but it doesn't matter, right? It, it's not one's different to the other. It's just you're dodging bullets. So you can go slow-mo, dodge, and you slide across the room, and you move your crosshair, and you shoot the enemies, And that feels really cool. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, it's just that sort of... it's really challenging because, yeah, like I said, if you get hit by one bullet, you're dead. So you have to do the whole level without getting hit once. Um, have you looked into it a bit more at all? Yeah, I haven't
0: actually looked into it more than the video that you showed me.
1: Cool, yeah. It's um, yeah, very flashy kind of game, but pretty mm. challenging. Like I've done... I've maybe played a couple of hours of the game, and I've played three or four levels and when I say they're really quick uh, quick levels they are quick like the first level your the time limit you're trying to beat is like 30 seconds oh damn so put that in perspective like try to think how many times I'm playing the same level over and over again like I'm pretty sure my first hour I was playing the first level only Jesus
0: is it one of the things where you can't win unless you beat it in 30 seconds
1: no that's the thing okay I have this thing mentally where I feel like I haven't completed the level if I haven't completed the challenges. Yeah. Um, so, I, finished the, I actually finished the level pretty quickly, but then I had those three empty star icons that I needed to fill in. So, I'm like, Naturally. I'm not leaving this level until I've completed it. So, that's what I'm doing. So, that's why I haven't played that many levels, but you could easily get through the whole game uh, without completing those challenges. I just feel empty if I don't do it. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a, it's a cool game. It's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome just going through and then you see like, you can obviously see it's a window. So it's like a thin layer from the top down view Mm -hmm. and you can see the enemy on the other side. So you could just jump, through the window, go slow-mo, shoot the enemy, and yeah, it's just so satisfying. But it is pretty hard. But once you sort Fair of enough, figure man. it out, like I feel like I'm uh, I've got a down path now, like I'm pretty good yeah. at it. Um the hardest challenge is probably getting through the level without using slow-mo. Um <laughs> uh, but yeah no it's good fun and it's uh, pretty cheap at the moment on the PlayStation 4. I think I paid like $17 Mm-hmm. um yeah worth it it's a it's a good kind of yeah um small kind of game uh i also picked up uh, gears pop on mobile uh, which was announced i believe at e3 last year along with uh gears 5 um so if you haven't heard of it it's uh a it's basically clash royale but with Gears of War, a Gears of War skin on it, um, and also just a little added layer on it, so it is different enough to Clash Royale that it's interesting. Um, I'm actually obsessed with it. It's it's really cool. Have you played Clash Royale? Um, is that like? The sort of what tower it? defense... It's, that's activity. what I was going to
0: say. It's kind of like a tower defense thing, but it's against somebody else, isn't
1: it? Yeah, that's right. Have you played um,
0: it? I played it... I think you got me into it on my phone a little bit a couple of years ago, but not much after that.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe give that a crack if you want to see what it's like. It is free. Um, <laughs> very addictive. It's, yeah, very similar. If you've played Clash Royale, you, you'll know what to do. So it's basically you've got... Uh, I think the games last like 3 minutes um, each player has got their main sort of base uh, at, the, at the very end of the screen and then just above that you've got uh, your two sort of defensive towers so they're just defending each side of the map and then you've got how it's different to Clash Royale is you've got little um, covers so like sandbags Uh, I think there's like four that are layered on each side. So then Mm -hmm. how it works is you deploy a character and it'll take cover and then take over that cover. So then it's your cover kind of thing. So then you can deploy your characters further and further up towards them, closer to them. Um, And it's cool because obviously Gears of War is... Gears of War is known yeah, it sounds for, interesting. Uh, as a cover shooter they've put that mechanic in there and it's mm-hmm. yeah it's cool and That's really quick games like three minutes is the yeah. longest it can take um, yeah it's really fun I'm I'm, I'm addicted I I'm mean I mean I was like when I heard about it I was like yeah that sounds stupid it's just little pop figurines uh, with Gears of War skin but it's cool um, I would say yeah it is free give it a crack if you want to know what it's like. Yeah, it's cool. Um, Apart from that, I'm still playing the Division 2 quite heavily. Nice. Um, Man, it's such a good improvement on the first one, I think. Like, the the best thing about it, I think, is it's just so streamlined. Like, I know Mm -hmm. Chris has talked about Division 2 for, like, an hour last week, so I won't spend too long on it. But we didn't talk about how streamlined it is like everything you kind of want to do there's a way of doing it quite easily so like Mm -hmm. for example you get kind of missions where you need to collect certain things or donate a certain item to uh, a base to improve it um but if you think like you'd have to go back to that base and then donate the things you don't have to so you go into a menu go to that thing that mission that project and then you go cool i need to donate that i'm just going to donate that or if you're out in the world and you're just playing by yourself right you're doing this mission and then you realize okay it's a bit too hard i'm dying you die and in the the little screen where you could respawn You also have, so you can press, I think, square to respawn, Or if you press triangle, you can put out a call to call random players to join you and help you out. Oh, that's cool. So how that looks like if you're on the other end of that, you're just walking around doing your thing. And then your little division thing on your shoulder flashes orange. And then it goes division agent needing assistance. And then you hold down the touchpad. It shows you where the call is coming from, what that player is doing. Because uh, like Chris was saying last week, it's um, kind of annoying if someone's just free roaming and they call you and then you join their game and they're not actually doing anything. And you're just like, yeah. what the fuck am I here for? You can see if they're doing a mission. You can see if they're in free roam. So then you is get that because
0: you get like experience if you help them do the mission?
1: You do. You do. But then if you're doing free roam, like you're not actually doing anything. It's like, why yeah. not join your game? Like That's I fair. was doing the same thing in my own game kind of thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's cool. Like I was playing the other day and I got that call and I was like, yeah, I'll help that guy out. He's doing that mission. I did that recently. I know what to do. And I went in there and I was like, yep, just fucking the enemies up. And then we did it. And he was like, man, thanks so much. And I was like, yeah, no worries, man. And I um, moved on with my life. Just went back to my game and... <laughs> And it's um, most of it is pretty seamless, but when you're going from one instance to another, so like your own game to another person's game, there is a loading screen. But apart from that, man, the whole game is yeah pretty seamless. It's um, beautiful. Yeah, it's it's been really fun. I'm
0: I'm yeah. glad that it's better, man. Like mm. I mean, that, that's all you can ask for. You know, it's like we were saying before about Nintendo and the VR. You know, like usually you look upon your predecessors and you go, "Let's make this better," and yeah. clearly. The developers of um division have done that, you know. Like Definitely. Ubisoft's gone and had a look and been like, "Cool, we did a division to try and beat Destiny. It was okay for a bit, but it was kind of empty." Yeah. Destiny came out with Destiny Two. They did some things not so great. Sick. They did some good things. Let's take all the good things and make a nice little Cacophony of a game. Yeah. And yeah. Good on them, man
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Um. All right. Well, that's all I had, and you had a game you want to talk about, I believe.
0: Yeah, so um, another game that I bought, just I mean, I bought it in March, so not
1: in April, but yeah, it's been fun. Um,
0: ape Out. Um, mm. So it's this game um, by Devolver Digital, um, and essentially it's this very, very simple art style, like it's, you play an ape and he's orange, and it's like black backgrounds and greys and stuff, so it's very, very minimalistic in terms of its art style, um, and What's really interesting about this game is um, obviously it's quite basic, uh, mm-hmm. but the whole point is to just sort of get out. Like, I mean, it's got this uh, like old school and old timey feel to it as well. Like every set of levels that you play, like, you know, if you've got Mario and it's like world one, world two, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, every set of levels is is a, a like a record. So you play side A and then side B of the record um and all of the music in the game is procedurally generated as well so when you start the level there's no music and Mm -hmm. then as you kill somebody it starts playing like a slow drum beat and if you continue like the kill combos really quickly the drumming like gets really really intense and then as Mm -hmm. you like run around trying to hide all that kind of stuff it gets less intense so the game gets more intense musically as you're doing more intense stuff so it's kind of rewarding is probably not the right word because it's just music, but it's just really, really cool, a really novel idea um, Mm. to have the music procedurally generate around the gameplay, um, Mm. which, I mean, there's not a lot of games that do that kind of stuff. I mean, there was that one that we played at PAX, which was pretty cool, where the music, like, you had to play in time to the music and that kind of stuff, which was interesting. Um, But the game is really, really fun. It's really simple. Um, It is Really challenging, really quickly, because mm-hmm. um, essentially the the gorilla that you're playing as or the ape that you're playing as can only be hit three times. So if you get hit once, he starts dropping little blood, and people can follow the blood to try and find you if you're hiding. And the more shots that you take, the bigger your blood drops are. But he can only get shot, going th- get hit three times. So mm-hmm. um, sometimes it's yeah, just like a a stray bullet that gets you, and you're like fuck, goddammit. But the whole point of it is, yeah, just to get from one side of the map to the other. And the levels are pretty short as well. Like, you can just dash through them, Mm -hmm. or you can try and kill as many people as you want. But you get stats at the end as well. So, again, it's one of those things where it's like, you could dash through it and do nothing, but you're going to feel empty. (laughs) Like, you want to go and you want to, like, grab people and throw them around and stuff. Because one of the other things that the game does really well is it's got a mechanic for grabbing... And for, like, charging. So you can just charge and people knock him into a wall and they die. Or you can, like, grab the person who has a shotgun, turn him around, and use that shotgun to shoot people and then throw them at a wall. Like, mm-hmm. it's just it's just really fun, entertaining, um, like, gameplay loop. Um, it's probably, I bought it at full price. Um, and to be honest, I probably should have waited. But I was really excited to just get on it. Um, but yeah, it's really fun. I definitely recommend that people play it. Maybe wait for like a small price drop because it's about thirty bucks at the moment, or tw- I think it was twenty-two bucks I paid for it. Um, but if it drops down to anywhere around like twelve to fifteen bucks, like it's a really solid pickup with a lot of, a lot of um, good content in there that you can just play. It's fun. Um, but that's
1: it. Awesome, man. Yeah, I've heard so many good things about it. Um, one of the podcasts I listen to. Uh, DLC the host was saying it's at the moment it's going to be in these like top five games of the year for 2019 I was like holy shit that's massive praise man um, yeah but yeah it's just like so many sort of original ideas um, mm-hmm. in that game so yeah I'm, I'm waiting for a bit of a price drop but I'm definitely keen to play that too um, yeah it's, it's good fun man yeah Sounds good, man. But I think we're going to leave it at that for today. Um, Beautiful. That was fun. That was a fun episode. Thanks, fam. Probably because Chris fun wasn't here. It's always fun. Oh, Lizzie. snap. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, but thanks thanks again for for doing this, man, for no worries. Uh, helping me out. Um, always happy. Awesome. So... If you want to follow us, uh, you can find me uh, at Hangs with Rog on Instagram. So that's H-A-N-G-S-W-I-T-H-R-O-G. We also have a website where you can find all our episodes. That's www.buttonmashpod.com. There's also a little button on the main page where you can just, it'll just open up your emails and you can send an email through if you want to give us any feedback. Good or bad, or any questions you have for us, our email address again is buttonmashpod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook. That's just if you just look up Button Mash Podcast, you'll find us there. Um, but yeah, I think uh, that's it for this week. Next week, uh, pretty excited to have the boys from Control Alt Record back on the show with me. Uh, Chris is away again, so they're filling in. Um but yeah that's it thank you guys for listening and we'll speak to you next week final round